Hello, everyone. On this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional, we are going to be talking about character traits. In our minds, what makes you a good person or what makes us a good person? Listen in. Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Orange Juice Optional. I'm Michelle, and today I'm here with Dun 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 Suzanne. (laughs) It's me. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing well. You've not melted. Okay, but I am suffering from severe heat exhaustion. (laughs) I mean, I say that facetiously, but oh my God, I'm so sick of the heat. It's killing me. (laughs) Yeah, changes are coming. Today here in Havasu, the high is supposed to be 116, but in just a couple days, the high will only be 103. Only. Yeah. I know. Well, and here in Carefree, by the weekend, it's supposed to be in the 90s, which to me is like perfect. (laughs) So, yeah. I do like the 90s. I'm I'm looking forward to that. And I just want to report that yesterday I was in my car at down about 10 miles from my house at the corner of the 101 freeway and Scottsdale Road. And my clock was, or my car was recording 121 degrees. Ha, scorcher. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, there's there's no way around it. That's just hot. (laughs) And it's just what it is for a little while longer. We're in the home stretch, I think. I hope so. And neither of us have melted. Well, yeah. (laughs) We might be crabby, we might be hot and sweaty, but we haven't melted. That's right. It hasn't got the best of us yet. So, Anyhow, before we jump in, I want to share something that happened to me while I was in Las Vegas recently, and that will kind of, I think, segue into our topic today. Okay. Okay. So we had gone into Vegas. I had to pick Rob up, and we had decided to spend a day there, and on the second morning we were there, we decided to meet some friends for breakfast. So great. We walked down. We met them for breakfast. We left, we're walking back down the strip, and I got approached by a man wanting to give us, give us one of his CDs. And you know me, I never stop Mm -hmm. for this stuff. In a mall, if someone's at a kiosk and they're wanting to give me facial products, I keep walking. Mm -hmm. And I should have done that, but the words he was, the words that he said to me caused me to pause, which caused me to stop. Rob kept walking and he had some inappropriate things said to him. And I was just kind of stuck there. And I get stuck in this loop where they're like pushing these CDs in my face. I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't really listen to that kind of music. I'm good. I'm good. And the next thing I know, I have a CD autograph for me and Rob in my hand. And then some other guy comes, he gives me another CD. They're coming at me from all different directions. And I'm like, thank Hmm. you. And they're like, now how much are you going to donate? And I said, well, sorry, I don't have any cash with me, which is true. He goes, Mm -hmm. well, that's okay. We don't take cash. We take credit cards. And I'm thinking, I'm sure. What the F am I going to do now? Because I am not giving a total stranger on the strip in Vegas my credit card. I didn't want this anyway. Rob's up the road a ways because he didn't see me get stopped and swarmed. So I'm really debating what to do. And finally, I'm just like, I'm sorry, my husband's walked off without me. I've got to go. He snatched those CDs from my hand, which is fine. I didn't want them anyway. And he told me to get the F out of there. Hmm. 
Well, that's a nice guy. At least you know you made the right choice. I definitely made the right choice, but I felt so like offended and a little bit scared. I, I will say it was very uncomfortable, especially with the things that they were saying. And yeah, it was very uncomfortable. That's it sounds like it was a really unfortunate situation. It was. And I've given it far too much thought. And Rob, he's actually very insightful. He said to me, Michelle, you could have been Joe Blow. You could have been anybody else in the world. It didn't matter the person there. And that did help a little, but then you really have to start to think, why? Why do people act like that? I just had to share because I'm still processing it, even though it should not occupy any more room in my brain. Right, right. And I agree. And I think Rob gave you great insight. I think he's 100% right on that. It's like, it. you can't take it personally. That's intimidation, the intimidation, the meanness. Yeah. And thank God you didn't give him any money or didn't support them in any way. That's the best thing you could have done is walked away from it. I know. Even if they told me to get the F out. So yuck. It was just gross. Okay. So I love when a wonderful article just falls into my lap on the Mm -hmm. day that we are going to (laughs) record. Okay. Yeah, I don't always read the newspaper here because it doesn't always contain a lot of helpful information. But today I was like flipping through it and I came across an article that reminded me of you. Oh, interesting. Okay, do tell. Okay, well, it was found in today's News Herald and we are recording this on August 29th. And the article was by Harold Fisher from Capital Media Services. So I want to give them all a shout out for this because it's their work and it's Mm -hmm. their article I'm referring to. But the name of the article was, Arizona has the most confrontational drivers in the nation. And I thought of you. Yeah, well, I... Just that title, I disagree with. <laughs> but, but Oh, do tell. Why do you disagree yeah. with that title? Well, because Arizona is full of retired drivers that have nothing else to do with their day except drive around and sightsee. It's like we have slow, calm, oblivious drivers in this state. And we and, obviously have confrontational drivers, too. Well... Are you referring to me exactly? Well, I know that reading this article, I did think of you once or twice, but just the overall article. Okay. Well, I am, I am, okay. I am confrontational, but not in your face confrontational. I'm a little passive aggressive, passive aggressive confrontational. That's okay. Who I am. Well, I'll jump into okay. what this article speaks to and Okay. Yes, I know you get frustrated in your car and you cuss in your car and you get pissed off in your car, but I would agree you're not confrontational with other people. So right. if that's right. where you think this is going, it's not. Okay. It's okay. just the road rage part, like getting upset and irritated. Oh, well, yeah, that is me, but go ahead. So the survey was done by Forbes Advisor and mm-hmm. they did a survey with 10,000 licensed drivers. And they found that in Arizona, their issues and why they're getting called confrontational is one in five of the Arizona drivers have been forced off the road by another car. 
either it's lack of attention, somebody not caring. I mean, the article doesn't go into that, but being forced off the road. Okay. (laughs) Have you ever seen that happen? I have never seen that happen where you've been forced off the road by a confrontational driver. Well, it doesn't have to be a confrontational driver. It could be somebody driving along and they get irritated and they force someone off the road. And I did just see that the other day. And you can ask my husband, we were driving somewhere. And I think it was because the truck wasn't paying attention. It did force a car off the road. So I did recently see that. But that could cause people to get irritated, is being pushed off the road. Okay, well, I have, yeah, it's a rare day that you actually see someone being forced off the road. But I agree. um, I yeah. agree with that, but that's okay. what they said. It's from their survey. I get it. from their survey. 56% of the Arizona drivers have been blocked from changing lanes by another car intentionally. I'll just go through the issues and then you can pick them apart. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So blocked from changing lanes, 51% have been cut off by somebody else on purpose. 81% have yelled, insulted, or threaten somebody. And I don't know if that means outside their car or just like you do, the little bit of road rage inside the car. And almost one in three drivers have had another driver get out of the vehicle and confront them. That's what this article says. I think that's all a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) I don't buy any of it. I mean, I've been in cities where all of those things have taken place. But have I witnessed it or I have I been part of it? There's only one of those that I can almost relate to. But those are pretty drastic measures. And I don't know what part of Arizona they surveyed. <laughs> they go on to say that there are reasons why people experience road rage. And the top reason is heavy traffic. Like there's so much traffic on the road, people just get frustrated because it slows them down. Mm-hmm. Other drivers don't drive the same way as you do, things like that. The second reason is people are stressed out before they get into the car. Maybe they had bad news before they got into the car or maybe a fight with a spouse. And then the third one that they listed was it could just be that a person is running late and everybody is slow around them and they have to get there as quick as they can and it causes frustration. Okay, well, I guess I could agree with all of those scenarios. Or you're in your car driving and it's 45 minutes to get anywhere and it's 120 degrees outside and you're just uncomfortable driving in your car. That could be. That could cause it too. I would like to question a lot of, I I just don't buy it. Okay. I just don't buy it. Well, you can question the survey. They did go on to say that the most frequent roads or areas where road rage occurs would be on city streets, followed by freeways. And here, the next one is for you, parking lots. People can get pissed off in parking lots and intersections. Those are like the four main ones. Okay. Well, freeways, yes. Parking lots, not so much. Oh, I've heard your Um, stories about parking lots. Well, drive-throughs, yes. I can get really pissed off at people who try to cut in front of me in a drive-thru. But freeways, definitely. Intersections, definitely. Yeah, it's all that. I mean, we are used to our driving skills. We know what we can do. And other drivers can irritate us and we can have a reaction to that. 
So I think that's all they're saying, but like there's a different level of reactions, different levels. Sure. Well, they did say again, Arizona was number one, followed by Rhode Island, followed by West Virginia as the top three most confrontational states. And the best state, (laughs) Delaware. I want to do my own survey and I want to survey other other people because I just, what about California? What about, okay, let's talk about Washington State in Seattle, the worst driving city in the world, in my opinion. And there's no confrontational drivers in Los Angeles and or San Francisco. It's like, come on. I don't Apparently, it's not not as many as in Arizona. (laughs) That's bullshit. I'm sorry, (laughs) but that is is such crap. I don't buy it for a second. I don't know who they surveyed, but I'm sorry. I I have to call foul on that survey. Maybe they just surveyed people who get their feelings hurt easily and that the people from like New York or California, (laughs) it doesn't bug them as much and they're not as sensitive to that or they view it differently. Maybe, but whatever. Whatever. Okay, (laughs) well, we'll go ahead and move on from this. And we're going to talk today about character. Okay, Suzanne, the other day I was, well, I actually think about this topic quite a bit. And that is the the topic of character. And what I hold truest to my core, I do give this quite a bit of thought. So I thought that maybe today, it's something Mm -hmm. we could talk about. Okay, sounds good to me. Okay, so I gave you an assignment, Mm -hmm. and I asked you to come up with five character traits that best describe you or five character traits that you look for in other people. They could be different. Mm -hmm. I didn't come up with things I look for in other people. I mean, I have reasons for that because it's like (laughs) as I've aged, I've realized not everyone has to be like me and not everyone... I try not to judge people by their character traits. I don't choose my friends based on their character traits. But I do have at least five traits about myself. That you live by. That I live by. Okay. And I just want to say I'm not judging other people by character traits. It's just Mm -hmm. I'm going to be naturally drawn to people with character traits more similar to mine. But I do understand that every friendship is different and you ebb and flow with it, you work with it. And if it means something to you, you figure it out. So with that shared, why don't you go, should we go back and forth with these? You just want to say all five of yours, I'll say all five of mine. No, I think we can go back and forth. Okay. Well, what is character trait number one for you? Okay. And in no particular order. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But since we were just talking about the road rage thing, one character trait that I have, and there's several different ways to look at it, but I'm going to say I'm a very genuine person. I call things as I see it. I don't put on a show. I am who I am, and you either like me or you don't. And that is brilliant. I love that trait. It's not one that I wrote down, but 
I do feel like I am genuine and I look for that in my friends also. Because for me, being genuine is I am who I am. I don't make apologies about it, but I'm not always going to like speak my mind. So I really do appreciate Mm -hmm. that quality in other people when they can just say it as it is like you. That's probably why we're such good friends. Well, and I think (laughs) so a lot of my um, character traits, I gave the word that I like to think of myself as is genuine. And then the negative form of that, I am opinionated. Oh, I mean, so you went good and bad. Well, no, this is, Pro this is con. my first, you can think of it as genuine or you can think of it as opinionated. So see what I'm saying? It's like, I'm a genuine person, which could also be described as a very opinionated person. I call it as I see it. I am who I am. And so I'm either genuine or I'm opinionated. But that's one character. It's just how you look at that. Very good point. I like that a lot. Well, the first character trait that I listed could coincide with being genuine. I put being authentic. Don't change yourself. I won't change myself to make other people like me more. You know, I might not say something if I know it's going to upset somebody, um, Mm -hmm. but I am going to be authentic to who I am. I'm not going to hide those parts. I'm just going to know my audience. And I think you're right. I think that's very similar to genuine. And you've got to be comfortable with who you are. I mean, you're decades in the making Mm -hmm. and you get to a point in your life where you just see yourself and say, this is it. This is what I have to work with. And when you get to that point, there's so much freedom there. What do you have next? Determination. I like that. Yeah. I am very determined. When I put my mind to something, again, determination is a good way to put it. Stubborn is maybe the more negative way to look at it. I'm a very- What is wrong with you? Why don't you just put the good? Well, because I'm being genuine. I am being who I am. It's like, I tend to be a glass half empty person. You know, I'm married to someone who's a glass half full person. But when I look at it, I think stubbornness. I think I'm a very stubborn person, but that's also determination. But I, that's how I look at life. I look at it half empty and then I turn it into half full. So stubbornness, <laughs> determination. Okay. If I put my mind to something, I will, I will do it and I will accomplish it. Very good. And that is you for sure. Okay. Well, the second character trait I have on my list is being accountable. When I mess up, I'm mm-hmm. human. I do it quite a bit. I'm going to own up to that thing. I'm not going to push blame onto anybody else. I'm going to be accountable for my actions. And that really is a big one with my friends too. I uh, I appreciate people who are accountable for what they did. They don't try to hide behind excuses. They admit to it. And I think once somebody can do that, I know I can move on. If it's not egregious, mm-hmm. I can move on and say, hey, we're all human. I'll give you grace for this. And yeah. I like it. Yep. That's a good one. That is a good one. Okay. What do you have next? I'm a very generous person and I'm very proud of the fact that I'm a very generous person. And it's only been recently that I have accepted that characteristic about me. And I'm very glad that I am generous. And I would agree you're very generous and I'm just waiting for that other shoe to drop. So some people may say generous, some people may say what? 
You know what? I didn't come up with a, a negative version of generosity. Okay. I just am a generous person. And there you have it. I like it. I like it a lot because that is you. Um, I think humility is also a very important characteristic or a mm -hmm. character trait. And I consider myself humble. I consider myself ready to embrace wherever life takes me and try to do it with a smile and remembering like all the bumps in my own road and not projecting negativity moving forward, just being humble and grateful. So I, like I think it. humble and grateful go together. So mm -hmm. I agree. My next one. Okay. Good. What do you have next? Um, integrity. Oh, God, you did good. <laughs> I like all these. Yeah. I, it's, it's a character trait that I think you either have it or you don't. And I don't think it needs any other explanation. Well, this kind of goes with integrity and I have several different words. I guess they all slightly mean something different, but kind of mm -hmm. in the same category, trustworthy, being honest and mm -hmm. being loyal. Those things are all very important to me. And that's how I approach my life. I don't want anyone to mm -hmm. not be able to trust me with something. Well, I think that one's very important. I yes. agree with you. And, yeah, and that, that does that does go along with integrity. I mean, I think integrity is just another word for that. Okay. Well, good. What's your last one? Thoughtfulness. You are very thoughtful. If I want to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bring on the downside, Suzanne. <laughs> well, no, I think thoughtfulness is, again, one of those, one of those things you're either you are or you aren't. And I think, you know, I try to be thoughtful and kind. And I don't know. That's it. And your thoughtfulness goes with my last one, which was be compassionate. Mm. And that kind of goes with being kind, being thoughtful, uh -huh. being compassionate and, you know, yeah, showing up. So, Great. yeah, well, wow, they were really similar, maybe different terms, but the bottom or underlying message being the same one or meaning, mm -hmm. I guess, would be a better word. It's a good exercise. It's it's really a good thing to think about. It's like, what are the things that are important to us? What are we proud of in ourselves? Yeah. It, it, you know, it's hard to narrow it down too when there are so many choices. Like I didn't, you mm -hmm. know, realize until we sat here that I could substitute in so many different words for what I was mm -hmm. trying to get across. If you're up to it, I have a fun little would you rather quiz we can do real quickly. Okay, let's do it. Okay, here we go. As I just mentioned, Suzanne, I do have a quick would you rather quiz. It is based on character traits that okay. people have and kind of like, would you rather be this way or that way? I found it at bamboozle.com and the title of the article is simply, would you rather character traits? So okay. we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Uh, the first would you rather is, which would you rather be, curious or friendly? Friendly. Yeah, I think so too. I like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which would you rather be? Adventurous or fearful? Oh, for God's sake. Which would I rather be? I'd rather be adventurous. 
I wasn't going to say anything on the first question, curious or friendly. It's like, seriously, how can you, that's like comparing apples and oranges. It's like, you can't choose between curious and friendly and adventurous and fearful. I could see comparing those. I would rather be adventurous, but in all honesty, I'm fearful. And I would rather be adventurous too, but yeah, fearful keeps you safe relatively. Right. May make you bored, but it keeps you safe. So if I had to choose between, it would be adventurous. But before I could get there, I'd have to do a whole lot of work on myself to work through my right. anxiety and fear. But yeah, but the question is, would you rather? It's I'd like, be adventurous. Yeah. Right. Definitely. It's not okay. asking what are you? It's what would you rather be? Well, I do understand that, but I'm just giving <laughs> reasons why. So, okay, here's the next question. Which would you rather be, ambitious or content? It depends on the day. <laughs> of course it does. Why wouldn't it? Well, sometimes you wake up just glad to be content. And some days you wake up like, let's go. We got to get this show on the road. And they kind of go hand in hand. I don't think you can be content unless you've had some ambition in there at different points in your life. But if I had to choose one, it would probably be content, be happy with where I've been, be happy with where I'm going. And yeah, I'm motivated to do other things, but being content, mm -hmm. being happy is more important, I think. Okay. Okay. Well, we only have a couple more. Which would you rather be, disgusted or disgruntled? Ooh, see, now I like this one. <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> Which would I rather be? <sighs> I can answer this. Okay, I go think ahead. I would rather be disgusted because I'm going to work through that quicker than being disgruntled. Like disgruntled, I look at as someone did me wrong or there's something that didn't go my way. Mm -hmm. And that's going to take up more of my mind space than just being disgusted for a second. Like that's really gross. And then being able to move on from it. Yeah. When I'm disgruntled though, I kind of, I kind of like to savor that moment. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, you like to use it for future I do. interactions. I do. Yes, I do. So I'm going to take disgruntled. Okay. You're a grudge holder. I am a grudge holder. In Damn. some regards, yeah. Damn, I don't want to be on that side ever. Okay, here's the next question. Which would you rather be, anxious or arrogant? Oh, anxious, hands down. I hate arrogance. That is my least favorite characteristic out of anything, any characteristic anyone could have. Arrogance is my least favorite. If you knew someone who was arrogant, do you think you could have a good friendship with them? No. I could not. And I agree with that. Arrogance disgusts me. I would rather be anxious any day of the week, any day of the year, mm -hmm. any day of my life, because I can work with anxiety. Right. I don't like anxiety. I wouldn't choose anxiety unless I'm choosing it above arrogance. Right. And anxiety is something I deal with and have dealt with my entire life. So it's like a friend to me right now. I know when it's coming, I know how to work with it. So yeah, being arrogant would give me a lot of anxiety or give people that are around me a lot of anxiety. And I'm just not about that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, here's the last one. Okay. What is your favorite trait? Artistic 
or athletic? Which one would you rather be? Artistic. I think I agree with that, but I don't know because there's so many things that fall under being artistic. I mean, you could be a singer, you could be an actor, you could be a painter, you could be a sculptor. I mean, there's so many things that fall under Mm -hmm. being artistic that are foreign to me because I'm not. I am not artistic. I'm more, and I'm not even that athletic. I'm kind of a dud. (laughs) You're not a dud. You're not. But again, you're given... (laughs) You're given two choices. You know, they're either two good choices or two bad choices. It's like, and you are not a dud. Okay, artistic, final answer. Okay, good answer. And by artistic, I mean, I wish I could sing and kill it at karaoke. Just yeah, <laughs> which I can't. So that is the quiz. It was just a little fun thing to go over different character traits. And if you had to be one or the other, which would you choose? So with that, why don't we move on to closing? Okay, Suzanne, let's close this episode out before leaving our listeners. Would you like to share again our book for the month of September? I will. It's called Trust. And I have to look up the author. Do you know the author off the top of your head? I think it's Hernan Diaz. Yeah, I think you're right. I just did the title or the author escaped me for a minute, but it is. And it's a it's the Pulitzer Prize winner. Have you started this book no, yet? I have not. Have you? Yep. Oh, do you like it? Well, do I want to give that away now or do I want to wait till the reveal? (laughs) Like I wouldn't want to like persuade you either way. Well, just give me a hint. Have you finished it or are you in the midst of reading it? I'm listening to it. I have not finished it. It is very well written. The author is very talented with words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't win a Pulitzer Prize without being a gifted writer, in my opinion. So that's the only good thing you have to say about it. Well, that's, I'm just going to say it's not a book I would typically read. The subject matter is not something I would typically pick up a book and read about. So I'm working my way through it. Okay. Well, and maybe my, I mean, I'm only about two hours in, so maybe it'll change as I get further into the story. My opinion. I hope it does. I hope so too. It needs to be a little bit more upbeat. <laughs> and again, okay. I'm not as skilled of a reader as you are. I read for enjoyment and that happy ending. And this one might have one. I don't know. I haven't got there yet. Okay. Well, with that, the only thing we have left to do is share something to sip on. And I have a great one for today. Okay. And it goes like this. Swap. Why is this happening to me? Two. What is this trying to teach me? It will change everything. And that was by Jay Sheedy. That's a good one. I like it. It is a good one. Just change that perspective and find the silver Mm -hmm. lining, like a pro and a con to being genuine, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. Okay, well, with all that shared, until next week, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.